0: This is To Catch a Con Man, Season 2, In the Victims' Voices. I will take you on another fascinating journey, but this time you will hear from other men and women that, like me, have fallen prey to the various cons, scams, and deceits by one of the most prolific and successful con artists to live and operate in the Midwest. You know him as Ricky Dugo.
1: Could a hundred grand sustain my life? It couldn't even come close. So, so listen to me. If I was going to be in some sort of, of con, scam, conniving thing, it'd be for millions. It wouldn't be for a
0: $100,000. To Catch a Con Man is brought to you by Studio 847 in Long Grove, Illinois. Listener discretion is advised, as some of this programming contains language and content that might be offensive to some listeners. Join me on this adventure to catch a conman. This is Adam Albin. Coming up on this episode, we will hear part two of the Godfather story, one where Ricky Dugo took him and his family and friends on a wild ride for about $400,000. In 2018, you will hear about the meeting with the Lake County investigative team, whom brought in an FBI agent to listen in. The FBI visits his mother, and the godfather learns of a scam that his mother never told him about in a shocking allegation of how devious and low the con man will go to steal from the elderly. We are set up and ready to finish part two of The Godfather's Story. Here we go.
1: I remember, uh, him telling me when, when he couldn't, when he wasn't giving me any more money, he got to the point where he, he came through this, this elaborate bullshit story of how he was going to use this money that he had in the bank. And I don't know. What he, what he said about it was something with the IRS and the IRS froze his bank account hmm. and his, uh, he had cash in his uh, safety deposit box because the,
0: the cash uh, because the cow wash is our cash business so he put some cash in a, in a, in a Safety deposit box, but they froze all his accounts and they froze his safety deposit box, so he can't, he couldn't get money out. Right, so that's a, that's a one of his again, rinse and repeat, um, sayings. The IRS has froze my accounts. I need you to put this, this, and that into your name to help me out. I'll make the payments. Um, so that's, that's come up many times.
1: Well, did, did anybody ever? I know they're watching, I know they're watching my account. So, uh, he had some guy go over there, um, to his safety deposit box and with a, with a, with a, with a a duffel bag and, uh, go into the account, uh, into the safety deposit box and see if he could open it. And then leave with the, you know, the duffel bag. Don't take anything out, but you know, leave with the with the duffel bag. And I don't know if he used that with anybody else, but I asked the guy that he sent did this for him. He's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I, I never went anywhere with we a duffel bag, and I'm certainly not going to try and get with somebody's somebody else's safety deposit box. So I don't know if he used that with anybody else, but that's part of the the whole uh, frozen account
0: scheme that he. Uh, Plan that he went over with me yeah no that has not come up but like i said that doesn't surprise me uh so i want to ask you did you put a boat in your name for him Okay, so he's, if you had to guess, and and you you may know, all in, what does he have you for? You and your mom, your family, everybody you've introduced him to, what do you think?
1: You know, I've tried, I've tried to throw those numbers out over and over, and, and just one part of it I have to tell you when I throw this number out is that when the investigation was going on and uh, the uh, FBI uh, agent went with me to go talk to my mom in the nursing home. Something I didn't know Um, and probably my mom Refused to tell me, but I overheard uh, what she said, and she told she told him that um, Rick and Shannon went and got her, took her out to breakfast, and it happened a couple times, and and gave this gave told told her that I was in trouble and that we that that I needed money or something along those lines but convinced my mom to give these two this guy whoever she gave the money to either Ricky or both of them at least one
0: hundred and fifty thousand. Oh my God. I mm-hmm. um, um...
1: sold the house, and then sold a second house that they had, and uh, well, she inherited a house, and then sold the house that I grew up in, and and that piece of shit went there and took the money from her. Saying
0: that that I need it, and my mom would never tell me because she she knew what would happen. Um, okay, I, I'm going to stop just for a second. I'm I, I'd like if you can to think of the time. So, you mentioned the FBI went with you during an investigation. Is this the investigation in 2018 2019? Yes. Okay, so this is spurned by. We'll just say that myself and a bunch of others go to Lake County. Um, I had forgotten that um, some of the victims out there did have the FBI present. Um, I had never heard that part of this story, it had never come back to me. Um, So you're saying at some point between 2012 and we'll call it like 2000. 18, 19. Um, Rick and Shannon, on multiple occasions, take your mom out to breakfast and convince her uh, to give them $150,000 for um, money that you need because you're in trouble. Um, that, that was the gist of it, yes. That's... Um, that is... that's on That's on, like, a parallel level to... When they took the guy out of his hospital bed, I mean, there's, you know, there's some dirty deeds being done, um, but that's, that's, again, that crosses a line, um, that's bigger and better than most of the uh, crossing of the line these people are uh, capable of. Um, did not know that. I'm so sorry that that happened um, to both uh, your mother and you. Um, so, um, were you shocked when she? When you overheard this, hello.
1: Well, shocked isn't the word, this
0: And so part of this is, you know, it starts to make sense as you and I start to communicate a little bit more. I noticed that the messages were very, um, there was, I, I won't say they were filled with rage and I'm not going to say what the messages are. Obviously, we've talked about all of that, um, but they, I started to see that and, and now it makes sense as to why, I mean, again, I always thought, you know, okay, you know, he, he he got you for for for. I thought it was partial ownership of the boat um, and some money. I, I that's a, just a different level. So, um. I think uh, I think you're entitled to feel whatever you feel, man. Um, it's pretty brutal. Did you ever? Did you know, you know we, I I I wanted to
2: to get a new truck at one, at one
1: point, and I had, uh, I think I had, I, I can't remember the truck or car that I had, and, and you know, it was, it was, it was going, so he says, why don't you get a dually, a, uh, a Ford, uh, what is it,
0: 1500, 3500, whatever it is with the dually wheels in the back. Yeah, it's F-350 dually. Yeah. And he says we can use it actually for the car wash to get chemicals, to bring the chemicals back and forth. We can use it. Um, I know a car dealership in Libertyville or something that we can put these big soap
1: gun or tanks on there with a soap gun and we can wash the cars and they will pay us by the car and when we open up the car wash we can park the truck in front and put one of those A-frame signs on there for the advertisement and um, so I bought the truck and I didn't I didn't think how hard it would be to drive one of those in the city. <laughs> uh, I'm not a truck driver. I'm, I, You know, it's it would have been easier for me just to
2: just buy a regular SUV. But, you know, this is all part of his con. You know, let's use this for this, this, and this. You know, you're my partner and
1: blah, blah, blah. And uh, I end up with this truck. And so we're making payments for it. And now that all this other stuff, I can't pay these other things. Well, now he stops putting in money for the truck. And he doesn't know it. But I know it. And I know that the truck was repossessed at one point. And what year? I don't
2: even ask you what year because I don't remember. But he still was
1: pretending like... He had the truck. I already, I I knew that the truck was already gone for like a month and a half. And uh, so he, he thinks that everybody was, he thinks everybody's stupid. And a lot of people like myself, yeah, stupid for getting involved. But
2: when you have something to lose, it's very hard to do something
1: about it. And I had a lot to lose at that time. Um, I don't anymore, but I, but
0: I did at that time. Yeah, I know what you're and, speaking of. I know what was coming up. Um, again, so I'm going to ask you again, and, and maybe um, the total amount that he took, you know, that he stole from you and your family. And it's not to rub this in. It's just I just want to make sure that everybody hears it and comes from your mouth I mean obviously it's over a couple hundred thousand dollars
1: yes between me and my mom yes
0: and then were there other people that you introduced or your sister or anybody else
1: yeah my sister uh, a couple of my friends um I know one guy was 6,500 bucks uh, another guy was—I I don't even know—he, I know he ruined him. Um, it, and at the time, he was going through a, a, a divorce when this this started to happen, and and he said that uh, he didn't have money for an attorney uh, to fight um fight the wife in like the custody battle for the for the kid. Mm-hmm. Um not so much as the custody itself, but her being able to move out of state and he wanted to fight that. Um and he couldn't do it because he got wiped out.
0: By Rick. Um yep. so at one point, and I'm just gonna throw this out there, at one point you had sent an email early on when you know, you and I used to kind of battle battle on email, and I think it was just, you know, a couple dudes that were kind of skeptical of one another. Um, and it's cool, you know. I think we're so far past that. Um, but at one point, let, let, me, let me let me add something
1: to that. Now yeah. that you, you say that 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 you and I
0: that that wasn't until like I, I don't even know what year 18? It
1: started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah you reached so out in in that time when when the, when the investigation actually started somewhere around there um, I had um, somebody by the name of I believe it was Anthony Williams okay so the, so the thing about this Anthony Williams he left me a message a voicemail whoever this guy was but he said he was from he was I thought he said he was an investigator for, uh, the Lake County attorney's office. Well, I called the number that he left a couple times and the guy never called me back. So I I checked and there was a,
2: a male that worked for, um, the Lake County attorney's
1: office named Anthony Williams. And never get in touch with this guy, and I'm still not so sure that it was even him calling, it could have been somebody else calling to see if I would talk about Dickhead,
0: right? So, again, Anthony Williams is from Lake of the Ozarks. Um, Lake of the Ozarks. Um, had an investigator named Anthony Williams, uh, probably the same Anthony Williams you were trying to get a hold of. I reached out to him on many occasions via email and phone call, never returned my phone call. But detectives in Lake County did have conversations with Lake of the Ozarks, who mentioned they had opened an investigation into Rick but didn't do anything with it. So that's about the time that you and I started communicating on Facebook, and, I, and, and again, I think it goes into why you were so skeptical of what I was trying to accomplish. Um, so um, I'm with you on the whole Anthony Williams thing. I'm with you on the whole Lake of the Ozarks thing. I think that they uh, definitely could have done a lot more. Um, but again, I don't know much about that investigator and if he was real or not because I did not have an opportunity to talk to him. So, um, but I'm going to go back to something that you had said, on, on, and this is this goes back to an email. You had said that he had taken your family and people that you knew for about four hundred thousand dollars in total. Does that sound accurate? I the, the one guy that I that I told you about, I don't know how much he got him
1: from, got him for. But I believe it might have been around two, and I had conversation with him about it. Um, it. It's not like he wanted to talk a lot about it. But so if you put you put him together with me, my mom, my sister, my other buddy, and uh, and one other person, it, it's four hundred thousand.
0: So, when, so when you say two, that's two hundred thousand, not just like two thousand or a couple hundred. That's no, two. No, no. Okay. No, two hundred thousand. Okay, just clarifying. He got he got him for. Uh, at one point, I thought he said and I could be wrong, but I. He
1: told me he got fifty thousand in cash. Um, and like four different Rolexes from him
0: because he had such good
1: credit and I don't know what else but I know he really struggled for years
0: because of him for sure Hmm. so um, let's go back to like Facebook and, and, and how you found me you know that's something I never knew how did you find that page because I I being that it was a spoof page and all, I didn't send you that request. I didn't know that you existed. Um, but somehow you found that page.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, that's a good question. Because
0: um, you were following the page. And uh, I called you out on it. Um,
1: yeah. So now I remember how you and I started to talk. Yeah. You, you said that I saw that I was following the page. I don't remember how I how I found that. I might have just googled his name and that came up. I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. You know, I, I got I got some anonymous things from people um about about that. I uh like somebody sent me one time um uh, the the case where he was he owned a
0: boat with some guy named Dolan. Yeah, Ryan Dolan. Yeah. And they tried to claim something on, on their insurance and it was denied something something along those lines that they they, and so they they sued the insurance company trying to get the money for the boat that was um the, the boat had vanished.
1: The boat the boat yeah, the boat was stolen, yep.
0: Well the boat was stolen by a victim that had conned Rick or or that I'm sorry, I should say that over. The boat was stolen by a victim that Rick had conned, and um, after Rick played his little games and shenanigans and um, wasn't willing to pay the guy back, the guy found out where the boat was being stored and uh, went and had it, um, okay, so the story is that he had it, um, he had it chopped up for parts and sold the motors uh, so that he could recoup some of his losses. And then the sad part is, is that Ryan Dolan was left holding, holding the bag on a $491,000 mortgage for a boat that now didn't exist. Yeah. So okay. that's yeah, that, the, so that was the, it was actually the, the transcript. I believe it was the transcript of the loss of that, of that
1: trial. Somebody sent me. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it was that it was some anonymous emails. Um, and it was, um, I don't remember what I don't know. I honestly don't remember where I seen that first. Uh, Donkey Kong by Rick, whatever that thing was, where they were standing there, um, like yeah. in bathing suits or something.
0: Yeah, that was right. Part- that the one, that's the one you're talking about, right? Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's that's like a link to the dirty. Um, the dirty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, The yeah. Dirty didn't come out until um, May 29th of 2018. Um, the next day, the Facebook spoof page came out. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you've been there in the background. Um, I know that you worked with, you know, investigators. Um, I mean, looking back now, I mean... Obviously, he should have gotten a lot longer sentence. There should have been more cases and convictions and potential charges. Um, But knowing that he's in prison, does that lend you any sort of happiness? Does it make you smile every once in a while?
1: Happy, no. No? No. No, he... He ruined so many people's lives, you know, and I don't know how, how you have somebody who you think is such a good family friend and make him, uh, the godfather to your firstborn son, knowing that you're fucking him over. And even after that, you continue to
0: try and do it more and more. I, I just, I don't, I don't see how somebody could live with themselves. And all these bullshit tattoos about God and faith and loyalty and shit that he's got all over his body will suck a dick. This guy, he's a fucking piece of shit. He has no loyalty to anybody but himself. It's a God's honest truth.
1: Absolutely. You know, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you where he got that, that, that tattoo of the loyalty. We were talking about tattoos one day, and I said, I'm going to get a, a tattoo that says loyalty on my, on my forearm. Sure as shit, a month later, he's got that tattoo. I go, where'd you get that idea? And uh, he's like, oh, I always thought I wanted, you know, something like this. I'm like, you fucking liar. I told you I was going to get that tattoo.
0: And, uh, he laughed about it, but, you know, so that's another tattoo I couldn't get. Yeah, on his other form, he has faith. Faith, yeah, he's got faith and loyalty, he's got some
1: Bible scriptures on his arm somewhere. And,
0: and all of that is part of, you know, all bullshit. of, yeah, it's all part What's of that? his, bull- yeah, it's all part of his bullshit. I, I'm gonna hop on what you said, it's all part of his yeah. bullshit, um. Is there anything that you you want to add? Is there anything that you forgot? Is there anything that, you know, um, you know, uh, I don't even know what to say. You know, there's some there's some folks out there that he he, he did. It, I wasn't great friends with him. You know, I was a gym buddy, a gym acquaintance. I wasn't hanging out with him. I didn't have um, all of my money or all of my future wrapped up with him you know so um when i hear some of these stories i just get i get so mad i get so angry um you know it's just a whole different kind of con i mean and i just honestly can't believe that he got away with it got away with it for so long and that nobody ever stopped him you know um i have a hard time with that because again you know if if The FBI does something in 2004, 2005-ish, or, you know, even before. The FBI had been brought in many times, just like Cook County and DuPage County. And uh, even um, Lake of the Ozarks had a file, you know, but nobody does anything. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're left as the collateral damage. Um, So, um,
1: you know, let me me tell you this. So. I had uh, internal affairs for my job at the time, want to meet with me and ask me questions about it. And they're like, you're welcome to have a lawyer present. I said, I don't need a lawyer present. I'm, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. I, I've done nothing wrong. I don't have anything to hide. The same thing with the FBI. I told I told my boss at the time, I said, I'm going down to the uh, F- FBI building on Roosevelt. And they're like, be careful. I uh, I don't have a damn thing to hide. They are not gonna say anything to me that I am, or ask me anything that I cannot answer. Went down there, I didn't go down there with an attorney, I went down there and talked to the FBI and uh, it was the, uh, two investigators from,
0: from Lee County. I think it was Tony. Yeah, Detective Thies.
1: Yeah, Tony and then, and then some uh, another guy.
0: Detective Bill.
2: Uh,
0: and that, that's the guy that told me it was real hard. For, uh, you're a real hard guy to find. I go really? You really didn't try to hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what was that like? I mean, uh, you What's know, that? what was that like? I mean, the FBI. You know, what are they asking? I mean, they're. I mean, obviously, I'm curious because I, I know because I never met with the FBI. You know, they didn't, they didn't ask me to, you know, anything, you know? Like, I'm like, why didn't they, t- like, want to talk to me? Yeah,
1: well, probably because I knew a hell of a lot more about this piece of shit than you did. Probably. I, I was around them for a, a lot longer time. And I'll tell you one thing. He never... He never did... He never talked in front of me, like, on the phone. Uh, he never, uh, like... I don't know. Went and met people or anything, you know, like that. With me, the only thing he would ever tell me is, he's, "Yeah, I was, you know, I was at the car wash last night until eleven o'clock." Or I'm telling the, I'm telling Shannon, I'm, I'm, I'm at the uh, car wash until eleven o'clock at night. But i um, I was actually out with some other girl, or, you know, things like that. He would tell me. So, I truly thought I was the only one he was fucking over. I really didn't think that you know uh, that there was all these people and when when those guys when i went and talked to the fbi and the uh um actually the fbi didn't really say anything tell you the truth i think they just kind of sat in the room and listened but it was at their building um the other guys they put a sheet of paper in front of me and it was, I think it was one or two sheets of paper, and it was all these names. And they're like, tell us all the people that you know on this list. I think there was five or six people that were on there that I knew, and there was uh, over 100 names. Right. So, I mean, I knew about those. Um, probably because I, I, you know, I they talked to other people, um, you know, beside me, but I, I didn't, I, I, that was probably one of the biggest shocks to
0: me. Um, when you, when you saw all the names, yes. so I've been, I've been dying to see that man. I've been dying to see the list. I've asked time and time again, you know, I want to see everybody that they talk to. Um, I'm, I'm working on it, but, um, so that I didn't know that they actually showed that to you. That's another thing that they, you had access to, or at least saw briefly that I didn't. So I'm very envious. Yeah. Well, I mean, you
1: know, to read all these names, you know, and go through it, you know, I, you know, it's just, just talking to them the way they were talking and, you know, and and one other, one other thing I want to add and. You may want to talk to me again, and we could talk some more about some other stuff. Uh, that that Mundelein car wash. Um, yeah. Was it
0: you that Was it you that told me that you went in with him on that car wash? No. Somebody else told. Me. No, 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 no. That was um, it's um, a guy I refer to in this podcast as Jim. Uh, was one of um, a potential partner. There were there were other guys. Uh, that um, he drove by and talked to partnerships with that car wash. Um, But keep on going.
1: Well, did did he happen to, did anybody else say that they had a grand opening with pictures and stuff? Um,
0: at that car wash? No. Okay. Because that's what he did with me. He brought you to that car wash? What's that? He brought you to that car wash? Oh yeah for the grand opening
1: the car wash after it was open yeah no and before he sent me pictures as it, as it was getting built
2: hmm I tell you that's that, that he had me
1: thinking for years that he was gonna pay me back and it was just one thing after another and then when we got to this part about the car wash uh to this particular car wash, I thought, well, this is it. This is actually finally happening, and I'm going to get my money back. Well, now you're talking, the investigation started officially after that. So they were telling me that, you know, all this stuff that happened
0: before that is past the limit of uh, 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 the, the statute, to statute of limitations. Yeah. And it was
1: seven years, and FBI stuff was three years. Correct. Is what they told me. Correct, uh, Which is why I wasn't included in anything Correct, um, but you know i had I, I, I could show you pictures from ground groundbreaking to uh, the first car that went through the car wash mm. I had access to the, to the video cameras that were inside the car wash
0: but I mean but you're not getting paid right he's not like throwing you a couple hundred bucks here and there every week, right
1: no. No, right. No. He actually, actually, my, my son actually worked there and he didn't pay my son. So I ended up paying my son, uh, you know, a hundred something bucks or something for like working one day. And, then uh, he worked there again and, uh, and never paid him. You know, and he was always like, Oh, you want to get your kids? Uh, we can, we'll, we'll, uh, um, let them wash the cars. We'll take them, you know, to the car to the car lot when we do the the drive thing. And I, uh, you know, the the, the car washing inside for the for the cars on the car lot. And then when I started thinking about it, I would say, yeah, 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 they're in. You want you want them to come tomorrow? Yeah, no, uh, we're we're canceled for tomorrow. And finally, when I started pushing the issue, he's like, oh yeah, we lost that we lost that contract or whatever he called it, and. They're, 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 somebody else is doing for half the price and we just can't do it for half the
0: price with the chemicals that we use. Um, yeah, I mean, so it be, it's it's crazy. You know,
1: there, there was also, I mean, we, we may have to do this again, but there was also
0: the, the voicemail. I think I sent you the voicemail. He left me. No. I, would... uh, I sent you the voicemail. Um, at one point when I
2: questioned what was going on, he started, he got mad and called my, called me. I
1: didn't answer the phone and left this voicemail about don't listen to what my, all these people are saying or something. and Don't listen to my ex. Um, and uh, told me uh, and gave me, a location because at one point he was talking about having a car wash service in a parking garage somewhere. Um, and we would have these spots and they were cutting the grooves and stuff for, for the car wash. So the water would drain off a certain way. And when I questioned where it was, he wouldn't tell me, but then he got irate about it and left me this message and I'll send you the message. But it was about you know the list of these people. This the reason I haven't done this and this with the car wash with the, with the parking garage, and I don't remember what his reasoning was. But he uh, he says exactly, you know, admits that actually that he already did this. Hmm. Uh, you know,
0: has this car washers in the process of getting this place in the parking garage already. So, the interesting oh, thing, no, it, never know, happened. it never happened. The interesting thing is, you're 2010, 2011 ish, maybe a little bit after, 2012 to 2014, um, he hits Jim up. That's a $700,000 scam. In between, he's got another guy for car washes and he's paying off aldermen using Rolexes. You know, there's about 10 to 20 people. From the time he got you, he got some really big ones in those time frames. Then he got all of the Lake of the Ozarks people, 2015, 16, 17. That's another $2.2 million. You know, so the great thing here, Godfather, is with all of this information, we're starting to build this picture. And I say we because it's a, it's a friend of mine. Um, we're starting to build this entire picture which looks a lot like a timeline and what he was doing, where he was doing it, where he's living compared to where he's scamming, how the scams evolved. Um, and it will fucking blow your mind by the end of this if we can actually successfully get this together, which I think if you know me, I'm, I'm not gonna stop until it's done. Um, but it's truly remarkable that this same rinse and repeat scam. This had been going on now 10 or 15 years before you, and it still goes on five to seven years after you. So um, it's it's crazy. So the Mundelein car wash really quick, just so you know. Um, Rick did get sued for not paying his employees wages, um, never paid them their wages. He was also sued by the gentleman that owned the land um, and uh, the lease. Um, for that building, Rick did not pay um, and eventually uh, was taken to court. And there's a $191,000 settlement out there um, for all of that. Um, so every piece of it is bullshit. I mean, you know, again, from him not paying your kid to him not paying his, the, the other employees to not paying for the, for the building and, and the land. And eventually, just like everything else, he gets evicted. He gets kicked out you know, but that little tiny car wash he had open for a couple of weeks in that summer helped him and fueled his, 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 his desire. And he was able to bring in all these other people to show them that he had actually started a car wash and got all these other people involved in, in the car wash after that. So just fucked up, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, we're coming up on uh, um, about an hour and a half um, I'm more than I, I'm more than happy to, no I know I knew this was going to be almost two hours um, but is there anything else that you want to finish with um, I know that you, you, you well I'll say this and if we have to cut it out I'll actually snap my fingers um, just so that we know to mark this but I know you've always had a beef with his wife um, and does that beef is it Based on the story that you told me, um, about the two of them, Rick and Shannon going out and taking your mother out for breakfast.
1: No, no. I never liked her in the first place. I always thought there was something about her. She thought she was better than everybody else. And, um, and one time, one time early, we went, I was with, uh, my girlfriend at the time, um. We went to Little Maddy's, and they were talking about stuff, and I don't know, something I they, they mentioned something about, uh, I, can't, I can't remember, I'd have to ask her what we were talking about, I don't think she remembers either, but let, let's just hypothetically say that it was, oh, you look good in that shirt, or something like that, and, um, I was like, all right, thanks. You know, so later, I, I noticed that my my uh, girlfriend at the time was being kind of quiet. And I'm like, what's up? She's like, ah, I'll just tell you later. I said, okay. So later, she tells me, she goes, you know, they were making fun of you. She goes, anytime they give you a compliment, they would look at each other and kind of like smirk at each other, give each other a smile when they, you know, whenever they said something. That was complimentary, and I go really. She's like, "Yep." She's a, and she never liked. She never liked him from day one. Said so there's something about him. He's 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 full of shit.
0: Yeah, a lot of people picked up on that. Sadly, you and I did not. Okay. So, um, anything you want to finish with? Uh, no,
1: I guess, I mean, you and I could talk again later about something else, but, uh, you
2: know.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, I, like, uh, I don't know, I think, like, I've the, the, heard about the, the TV pitch. Um,
2: I never, he never brought that one to me. Um, he did bring the refrigerator one
1: to me. Um, but I didn't, uh, I mean, I didn't need a refrigerator he even asked if my mom or my sister needed a refrigerator, no, um, but there was one time I was, he was talking to somebody, um, I don't know if he had a second phone or he was talking to somebody in person, but I don't remember hearing the other person's voice. But it was his, he was talking about getting a refrigerator because he, he forgot to hang up the phone so I could hear him over the phone. He was talking about, I can get these refrigerators, blah, blah, blah. He was talking about, you know, a good price from, I don't know if he said ABT, I'm pretty sure it was ABT. Or Apt, and um, and then it kind of cut out. But
0: uh, I heard that that was one of his scams, was the refrigerator thing. And that was, I mean, I heard him pitching it to somebody. Ooh, I don't know. Unless he was practicing, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, electronics, uh, apt electronics and appliances, either for investment or um, for a crazy deal that you can't uh, pass up on, um, that was just as successful as the car wash, as the Rolexes, as the Alderman. I mean, it's just, he had he had some really tried and true scams he had some some go-tos and the car wash and and how do you get a car wash well you got to stoop the alderman you got to you know get rolexes for the alderman um that was a huge one i mean he made millions off of that um electronics at a discount another bunch of millions and we're not talking about the cars the boats the, the leases on all these houses um, you know um, if you listen to season two you will hear um, detective Bill Bang give an estimation of what he believes if you counted everybody up since the uh, since the 1980s uh, he puts the number between uh, at least twenty million dollars probably a lot more. Um, you know, and I think for a lot of us, that's a little bit hard to kind of, well, where the fuck did he get that number? But then when you start to hear 400,000 here, you know, uh, gym, Car Wash 700,000 there, you know, Lake of the Ozarks, $2.2 2 million there, you know, and, and then you just start to hear all of these half million dollar, $250,000, $50,000. You start to add all this up and it's like, holy shit, that's the real deal. I mean, this is, this guy is really something else. So um, let me ask you one more question. Do you think do you think anybody is going to take a, a look-see at this guy uh, in the future? Like anybody from, like, let's just say, like, let's, is the FBI going to be interested in him? Um, is anybody really going to take a look-see? Or do you think uh, they're going to let him just get out of jail and go on with his married life?
1: I think they are just going to... Move on. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to do anything. They're not going to look. Um. You know, like they told me, federal federal stuff is only three years. So when he gets out, if he if he well, he's supposed to get out in whatever three and a half or whatever it is. Well, anything that he just did, let's say he did something the day before he went in, it's already going to be,
0: unless they're already started investigating it and they start the clock over, then they're not going to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that I want to change. I want to change how serial criminals in general are looked at um, to be able to go back if the crime is of the same nature. And I mean, obviously, all we're hearing throughout all of this, especially with interviews, not only what I knew but I mean just to hear it come from your voice is these are just rinse and repeat same thing over and over you're just a different dude on a different day in a different place but it's the same fucking scam you know the same fucking con so it's I'm sorry go ahead no that's it I mean so how many godfathers did he
1: actually have for his first kid
0: just one godfather. I know one other godfather uh, to another one of his kids. You met and once. The second kid, yeah, you met once. He
1: fell off the face of the earth, and uh, the reason he told me he fell off the face of the earth is because he uh, his wife didn't trust him. His what the the other godfather's wife didn't trust.
0: Um, yeah, Ricky. And then the I, other.
1: My my suspicion is that he fucked him over
0: too. Well, and and the truth is is that um, Rick actually fucked over all of his friends, um, so without getting into details, um, he's one of the reasons why you and I are talking today. So, um, and then I know one of I, I know the godmother, the godmother to one of the girls. Um, was a a victim for a short period of time. Uh, Rick had taken them for $5,000 or something, Um, but then um, she was gonna go to the police over it, and Shannon, because it was a, Shannon knew this girl from college. Um, Shannon actually drove over to the girl's house and paid her back, and then as, as Shannon's in the driveway, Rick pulls up behind her, yelling at her not to pay her back. So, um, but she fortunately did get paid back. Um, but yeah, they the, the, the godparents, if you were godparents, you were definitely victims. So, yeah, solid fucking people, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, real solid.
0: Yeah, so let me ask you one last question. If you can find that voicemail, and if you would uh, send it over to me, if there's nothing that actually says your real identity, or if there was a way for me to remove the identity altogether, would you be willing to let me air that on uh, as part of your interview on this story? Absolutely. It's not, it's not a, it's not a a secret. It's not uh, that
3: I was uh, audio recording him illegally or anything like that. He left me a voicemail. Sure. This is his voice and this is my voicemail. Hey, dumbass. You're my friend. Don't be fucking when I'm telling you something, listening to my ex-fucking wife who's putting shit on Facebook just to get people to fuck with me. Don't you be one of them. you got a lot of interacts. We got a lot of interacts, all right. Like I said before, everything's ready with the watches now. I'm not pushing anything because of money. After just paying the boat payment and the truck payment, I am on zero dollars until they clear this up zero except all i can live off of is what my washes make now that i can even take that doesn't pay the rest of my SM bills so as you know i we'll have to get this clear so we have money unless you have a way to get money which would be great if you do we could right now we could today go open the garages and if i step my foot in and say get it done on Clybourne. They will go get that guy out right now. The time is passed already. I am just not pushing something for them, that landlord, to be like, okay, you guys are, co- you guys are coming in right now, and we have to start paying rent there, which we can't do at this very second, or pay the employees to train them, or do any of that stuff. So fucking using what some other dumbass is doing to me to try to fucking get on my ass. Dumbass.
0: Awesome. All right, man. Um, I would love to have some further conversations with you, uh, totally off the record. Um, but I'm going to wrap up. Uh, I, I, really appreciate your time. I know that, uh, um, this isn't always a joyful experience, but, uh, um, uh, it's important that your message in, in, in your story gets out. Um, it just adds validation and, uh, It'll be hard for, for anybody to discredit all of the hard work that's been done. Uh, we have so many so many victims to talk to so uh, definitely man. appreciate it man. Thanks for being the Godfather. and by the way, just for the record, the Godfather is like the ultimate name for anybody on that in the podcast. I mean just as an FYI. It's classic. And, I mean it's a uh, well,
1: I, I, in, in my family. Uh, my friends to be somebody to ask you um, to be the godfather to the first child is a huge honor, and it, it wasn't really an honor at all. It was more of just another just another
0: uh, breadcrumb along the road to feed to keep me in line. So you were all it was all part of the con. Yep. It sucks. Well, um, I can only hope that uh, it doesn't happen to you again. Um, So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you a different story, but yeah, it kind of happened again. Something
1: similar. Not similar, but, you know, a a guy I trusted using um, not paying me rent uh, for a long time. You know, a guy that I trusted.
2: Oh so yeah
0: You for the continued love and support of this podcast, To Catch a Con Man. We just finished up with part two of The Godfather's tragic story of being swindled by a man he thought was his friend and business partner. The Rolex and car wash scams come back into this podcast as the very well polished Ricky Dugo simply rinses and repeats these tried-and-true cons in 2010. The identical and serial scams dating far back into the 1990s. How law enforcement never picked up on these patterns of lies and deceit and destruction is simply beyond me. These two particular scams have been huge winners for Dugo, affording the con man millions of, of dollars in illicit gains, millions of dollars in stolen money, helping him to prop up his image of burgeoning success, an image so believable Ricky was able to continue conning for years to come. All of that may be true, but that was before he conned me. Coming up next time, we will fast forward to 2019, and meet a man that met Ricky Dugo while working at a high-end car dealership in Libertyville, Illinois, a victim that was never supposed to happen, as the warnings and investigation were already in full swing.